This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1431. Get in the head of your audience with your English presentation. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. Giving a presentation anytime soon? In this episode, we give you our best advice on how to prepare for tough questions and then what to say when you just don't know the answer. Listen in to get our top business presentation advice today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Hey, Michelle, doing well. I went camping this past weekend, so that was fun. Oh, that's awesome. So how was it? Was it like really intense camping or was it, I think Aubrey was talking about glamping. (laughs) It wasn't glamping. It definitely wasn't glamping. Um, It was cold. Cold. (laughs) Because we were up in the mountains at 10,000, 11,000 feet. And so, you know, up there, it gets cold at night, right? And the sun during the day is so strong. Um, Yeah. But it was great. You know, we had our dogs. Dog. We had some friends and Kiefer loves camping or puppy. Aww. So yeah, but I don't know. Sharing the tent with a dog is getting kind of challenging. He's getting big. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So wait, does he actually sleep in the tent? Yeah, there's no place. You can't leave him outside. It's too cold. You have to oh. t- you have the dog in the tent. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't leave him in the car. I mean, you, can't, you know, so yeah, he's in there. He's taking up space. And <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so, so funny. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. Well, I it was so was that his first camping trip? Second one. We are oh, getting his... him into camping big time. Camping and hiking. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Um, do you I I mean, are you somebody we have we're gonna be talking about uh presentations today. Do you like to give formal presentations? Yeah, I mm, do. I like it. Jeez, I haven't given a formal presentation in a while. I really love our web classes. Those are really fun. Um, right. But those are a little bit different. So I would say if I'm excited about what I'm saying, yeah. if I truly believe in and I'm trying to create some kind of change, then I enjoy it. Yeah. If I don't know the material well, or I don't really care, then I don't like giving those kinds of presentations. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Michelle? Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Although, I mean... I think in general I like it because I as a theater person I like yeah, I, yeah I, and it's fun you for me. That. Mm-hmm. I saw that in the business course you mentioned that yeah. you have a freakish uh, like ease ease <laughs> sense of ease around giving presentations. Is that true? What's that yeah. about? What does freakish mean? By the way, it's like it's like very odd because most people hate presentation. I mean, I wouldn't say most people, but like a lot of a lot of my friends at least, you know, they hate public speaking and. Oh yeah, I've I've heard that public speaking is something people fear more than death. Um, yeah, I've, yeah, I don't <laughs> know if you've ever heard that, but yeah, oh, I've heard so, that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I guess it's like because I have a theater background. I always like, I don't know. I'm that weirdo who is like, oh, a job interview. Fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you studied theater in undergrad, yeah. right? So maybe yeah. just having that training, being on stage a lot creates, I don't know, like a kind of a desensitization to it or something. Yeah. I think it's exciting, too. I, I guess I look at it in that kind of a way. Like, And I mean, I think that that's a good way to look at it instead yeah. of being afraid of it, be excited about it. I yes. will say, though, be, whenever I have to do public speaking, I get or when I remember before I would do would be in plays, like I wouldn't say anything about being nervous, but I would I remember getting very quiet. That's yes. like I think how my way of dealing it would be with it. That's what be. I do, too. That's really what I do too. when I'm nervous. I definitely get quiet. Like I don't want to be chatting or chit chatting. There's no extra yeah. energy for it. All the energy is taken up with being nervous. Yeah. Um, but Michelle, I think a big part of not being nervous is Again, like you said, how you approach a presentation and having the right tools. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, no, that's true. I think that, you know, and one of the parts of presentations that I think people get nervous about is the Q&A at the end. How do you mm -hmm. feel about that? Yeah, um, I actually don't mind the Q&A quite as much. Again, unless I don't know the material well, I kind of want to get a, a read or a measure on the audience. And the Q&A is the way to do that to see how they received it. Do they understand That's what true. I said? So I find Q&A useful. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's a good way of thinking about it. Um, so today we have a listener question about uh, the Q&A session. Uh, mm -hmm. This is from Jeff. And yeah, yeah we um, we have a lot to say about this. I'm excited about this question. Um, so before we get into it, Lindsay, we wanted to tell our listeners about something exciting coming up soon. Well, yeah. I mean, guys, you know that we did an entire module in our business course about presentations. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people are already in there, but we will be doing a live web class that will be free. Um, um, and we will be talking about business English this fall, yeah. very soon, in the next couple of weeks. So I want you to keep your ears open for the sign-up link. We don't have that link yet, but keep your ears open and there will be a, a live free web class for you guys to get a little hint on how do you get better in business English. Really good stuff. Everyone needs business English, Mich Michelle. Everyone does. Oh, of course, right? We yeah. need to we need to work. We need to make money. We need business English, right? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> we we need to excel in our goals and you yeah. know really, really work hard. So yeah. So okay. So like I said, okay. we have a question from Jeff Lindsay. Would you want to read right. the question? Here we go. Jeff says, "Hi, Lindsay. Sorry, I could not get back to you soon regarding the business course question. I'm excited to enroll in your business course. By the way, great challenge. Uh, the great challenges for me is handling Q and A after a presentation. Mm -hmm. What is an effective way to handle unexpected questions on the spot? Good word, Jeff. On the spot. Yeah. But I'm sure you get them all covered. He's saying, I'm sure you cover it in the in the business course. Um, and he's looking forward to the answer on the podcast. <laughs> well, okay. here we go, Jeff. This one's for you. All right." <laughs> This one, this one goes out to Jeff. Um, okay, great question, Jeff. I'm excited about this one. So uh, before we get started, um, it's funny because now as you were reading it, I was thinking if you don't know the term Q&A, it just sounds ridiculous. It's like Q yeah. letter N A. Are we saying Q&A? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird, right? So yeah. questions and answers, the Q&A. Right. And that's a good colloquial business term that you should know, guys. Yeah. Um, oh, I think yeah. a lot of you probably know it, but maybe not everyone. So to know that is really important. Right. So it's not Q&A, like the letter N. It's Q and no. A. But when and. you say it quickly, it's Q&A. Question right, that's answer. a good point. So the present, the pronunciation is what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Good stuff. That too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just that time at the end of a presentation, or or maybe maybe even towards the end of a meeting, right? Like mm -hmm. um, where people have the opportunity to ask the you know the main person questions. Um, yeah. 
And I feel like uh, I, the only thing that I remember about Q&As like from school is that it can be a little stressful if somebody asks you something you weren't prepared for. Mm-hmm. Um, just like what Jeff said, I can I can identify with that. Um, it's, it's hard to prepare for all of the possible questions, but we're going to talk a little bit more about this today. Um, so like I said, guys, in this business course, we talk about presentations um, mm-hmm. and we are going to, you know, tell you our opinions as well. Um, in this episode on Q and A's, um, okay. so in the course we do we teach you uh, one of the things we teach you are going to give you a peek into the course today mm-hmm. is before the before a Q and A or before maybe somebody might ask questions right maybe mm-hmm. it's formal Q and A maybe right um, you could say thank you for listening now I would be more than happy to answer any questions you may have. Ooh, that more than happy sounds very natural, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So this is a great way to start out anytime you think somebody might ask a question um, and you are trying to like turn the attention towards that. So I love that. I love that from the course. Um, So, but guys, what do you do if someone asks you a question that's really unexpected? Lindsay, that, that can be stressful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think here we have a choice, right? We can... You know, if you set the expectation at the beginning of the presentation that questions are you that questions can be asked at the end, mm. right? Then that's okay to ask the person to wait. <laughs> you True. know, I mean, this is your presentation. You need to take control of it. Um, so I think that is something to think about before you jump to responding. But I think today we're going to show you, you know, let's how would you actually respond? Because that can be very stressful, right? Being put on the spot like that. Right, right, right. Exactly. And we could do another episode on what you're talking about, Lindsay, like, you know, when Mm. to have people ask questions, or if somebody asks a question at the wrong time, what can you say? So definitely, Mm -hmm. let's do that soon. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, all right. So here are our tips. Um, so the okay. first thing is be prepared. Um, so, yeah, I mean, some questions are just totally unexpected no matter what. Mm. Um, but a really good thing would be to think outside of the box when you're preparing, right? Don't be easy on yourself. Or you can even um, practice with a friend. I remember in one of the interviews on the course, I think Mm -hmm. it was the one about grant writing, they were talking about having your friend, like preparing Mm -hmm. with a friend for a different reason, but you know, Mm -hmm. how you can actually have a friend ask you the tough questions. Yeah. 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 And they like, for example, say, say like, I'm going to do this presentation for you. So this is, I was inspired by this interview that we had on the course and have them say like, okay, try and ask me five questions at the end. Um, But like, not like easy questions, but the difficult ones, like try and think of really random questions that might be tough. Yeah, because this kind of goes to the whole the curse of knowledge thing, right? When you know so much about a topic, you don't know, like you can't get in the heads of an audience member who doesn't know anything about it. So you, it's really hard for you by yourself to imagine what questions people are going to ask, right? It's so hard to get, once you have a depth of knowledge on something, it's, it's hard to see it as a normal person. (laughs) Um, So that's why you really do need someone outside of the discipline who's unfamiliar with the material to ask you those questions so you can be prepared. Get in the head of your audience. 
Oh, I love that. Get in the head of your audience. I love that. Uh, That's a good, maybe that'll be the title for today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah. So guys, this will help you anticipate what may be asked, right? Um, And really just prepare as much as you can. I know that sounds kind of, you know, cliche, but, you know, it it will help. It will help. And then Mm -hmm. if the question is unexpected, right, you've still done all this preparing, your friend asked you 20 difficult questions and you're Mm -hmm. still, you get there and it's, it's unexpected. (laughs) You know, the first thing is just, don't freak out, right? Stay calm. And, you know, because the audience will be able to read your body language, see if you're getting nervous, right? So Mm -hmm. just try to take that deep breath and don't get so nervous. So just, okay. And it's, you know, it's okay to take a second, right? So pausing is okay. That's something else that I remember from the course. Um, But just Mm -hmm. look confident, right? Like, so I said, breathe and, and, you know, just, just, Think. Take a second to think. Because um, I actually think sometimes pausing can be exciting for an audience. Oh, yeah. I mean, pausing, and we talk about this a little bit too in the business course, like pausing can be powerful. Yeah. Uh, in Amer- And you guys know this. We're the ones here in American culture that have the issues with uh, silence. Uh, that's <laughs> you know, true. We're the ones. We should be talking to ourselves here. Right? I get very so uncomfortable true, <laughs> with silence. I mean, our listeners in Japan know or China or anywhere where silence is more accepted, they know that silence can be strategic or it's just okay. Like there's a calmness and it's okay to have right. silence. I'm, I need to work on this with myself. <laughs> me, no, me so. too. Me too. <laughs> but Lindsay, that's good for our jobs that we have trouble with silence because if we got on the podcast that's and had true. nothing to say, that would this be weird. This is not so. a place for silence. <laughs> no, this is, this is not the place for silence. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. So yeah, um, you know, and then let's talk about some phrases that you can use. Lindsay, what's something you could say if somebody asks you something and you're okay. not quite sure what to say, or maybe you do know what to say? All right, guys. So here's some vocab. So write this down. So for example, you could say, that's a great question. I acknowledge that the person has asked a challenging and a good, interesting question, right? Then you put the attention on them, right? Take Mm -hmm. it off yourself. That's the key. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or this one. Uh, Let me think about that one. Mm. Or I'm glad you asked. That's fantastic. So you're accepting that challenge. Right, right, right. And you're saying like, good job on that question makes the it makes the audience member kind of feel good. And yeah. it makes it and, and it, I feel like that one also makes you sound really smart. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I was expecting that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you asked. I like that. Or you could say something kind of funny, right? Kind of humorous. You yeah. say, wow, I've never heard that one before. Right? This could be a little bit of teasing right. of the, the person asking. And especially if we're putting an emphasis on that one before. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about that, Michelle? Yeah, I mean, I think that this can be fun. I mean, you know, sometimes you're in a situation in a presentation. Again, it depends on the culture of wherever you're presenting to. Um, That's so much what this is about. Maybe humor is appropriate. Maybe it isn't. I mean, I've seen so many presentations where the, you know, speaker could use a little humor like that, like, and Mm -hmm. they're kind of teasing and that's fun too, but you have to think about when, when is it appropriate? So Mm -hmm. um, that's really, you know, something to, you got to read the room. Mm-hmm. Completely, completely. And then what about additional strategies? I mean, well, if we don't know, what should we do? I think you should be honest. I really do. I think that this yeah. is okay. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you, I mean, if we just make something up, like people can read, see through that, you know, I don't oh. think that's a good idea. So what do you, I mean, what do you think? Do you think you should be For honest? Sure. I definitely think it's okay to yeah. go back and check, you know, and get the yeah. answer, right? By saying, I'm not able to answer that right now, but I'll definitely look into it. Guys, look into, by the way, bonus phrase, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, look into it is very high level. All right. What does yeah. that mean? 
It's like I will definitely search for it. I will find more information. Yeah, and maybe invite them to come and connect with uh, with you after the presentation to get their contact info. So as long as you follow up with that, I think that's totally fine. Especially if you're giving, I'm imagining someone giving a presentation to their colleagues. Maybe they're a scientist. I mean, you're not gonna you're not going to uh, make up the answer and pretend to know. That would right. be bad for your own reputation right. as a right. scientist. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like Lindsay, like you were saying, I like this phrase. So I'm not able to answer that right now, but I will definitely look into it and find the answer for you. So you could Mm -hmm. use a phrase like that, or you could say something. This is also for more informal situations. This would be for if you if you can say, wow, I've never heard that one before. You can say this phrase. You can Mm -hmm. say, you know what? You got me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will check on that, right? Or something like that. Right. That's fantastic. What yeah, does that mean? Kind of like, you, I mean, what does that even you mean? You know me. what? You got me. You stumped me. I mean, you got yes. me. You you asked a question that I, I have to think about or I'm not sure about. I'll find out, right? You got me. You know what? You got me. Um, right. So that's kind of joking around, being playful with the audience member. Also a great idea, depending on how formal that presentation is. Exactly. And then one more thing you could say is that's a really interesting question. I'll have to look into that further. Thanks for asking. Yeah. So a lot of these, what I like about these responses is that you're putting the credit on the person asking the question. So you're not, you're not threatened. You're not displaying that you feel threatened. You're putting Mm -hmm. the attention on that person for asking that great question. So I like that. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's really good. So keeping that relationship in a good place with the audience, which is very important. Um, Lindsay, should we do a role play? Okay, let's. So, who's presenting here? Who's you are presenting, oh and I am oh, going Michelle. to ask you a difficult question. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. Now, I would be more than happy to answer any questions you may have. Yes. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah. So, why was there such a significant drop from 1999 to 2002? Oh wow. Let me think about that one. I'm not able to answer that right now, but I'll definitely look into it and find the answer for you. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I okay. probably should have paused a little longer there, but I was thinking about it and I just couldn't get the answer. So you don't want to waste too much time, right? Trying yeah. to find the answer quickly. If you realize you don't know it, move on, you know, say what we've just taught you guys and then move on. Exactly. Okay. I mean, and I think this is fine. I mean, I think that, you know, everyone is a person, right? And we mm-hmm. all know that it's challenging to be in these positions. And unless you have someone who's really nasty, they should be okay with that. Yeah. Oh, completely. Be confident in what you do know. Yes. Know that you're adding a lot right. of value to the audience. And then you can't all know everything. <laughs> it's true. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I mean, honestly, I've had to learn this even as a teacher. Um, there mm-hmm. are definitely, definitely times where students ask me questions where I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm not sure about that. And it's hard. It's hard to admit that. But then, like Lindsay said, you have to be in confident in what you do know, like what you have said already, what you can bring yeah. to the table. And it's okay to be honest and say, okay, I'll get back to you, right? Or I'm not sure about that right now, but I'll find out. Oh, for sure. I remember the days when I was teaching English in New York City at a school and I had uh, some challenging classes, a lot of challenges and those, you know, a lot of tough, tough questions, very high level questions. And yeah, I didn't know the answer every time, but I had to be straight with my students to maintain that sense of respect, right? So important. So oh yeah, for sure. So this was a really great question. And yeah, guys, definitely use this in your next presentation. But I'm glad Mm -hmm. that um, we had this question. And Again, guys, remember, uh, keep your ears open because we do have a business English web class coming soon. So that is going to be awesome. And we're very excited for it. 
I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about business English with our listeners because I know everyone needs it. Many, many people need it. And we want to serve you guys with what you need to have that dream career, right? That's what it's all about. I love it. So Michelle, what's the takeaway for today on this topic? All right, guys. So Q&A doesn't have to be stressful. Uh, You can definitely get help on presentations in our business course. Um, And again, like we said, don't be afraid to pause. Another Mm -hmm. thing is to think about the culture of the company or just your audience in general. So think, can you make a joke? Is it more formal? Um, And always prepare for those tricky questions. Anticipate them. Yeah, I like that combination of that advice. Make sure you, again, get in the head of your audience, do yeah. the preparation work. But then once you're in that in that presentation, you have, it's about how you handle those tough questions, yeah. right? If you don't know them. So good Definitely. stuff today, Michelle. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye, guys. Okay. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.